All right, this is going to our Spotify podcast subscribers only. It's your boy, Gerald Schmimmons. A little bit of news today. Leslie Van Houten, 53 years in prison for the murders, the Charlie Manson murders, the Manson family murders. Well, she's a free woman today. She was let out in California. So you have that information. And you also have the information of Rudy Farias. I got an interview that just broke today. This is Grizzly Hood News out of Houston interviewing Rudy's mom's friend. And specifically what she's being interviewed about are all the crimes that the mother has committed in regard to insurance fraud, at least. And then after that, we have the breaking story of today. By the time this hits the air, you're going to hear this all over the mainstream media. And that's the interview with Rudy Farias himself. I want to let you know that we have a radio station you can check out our radio station at midnightrad.io. That's our website, midnightrad.io. And here on Spotify, we have something for members only. And if you subscribe, we have special things that we put just for members. You get a hold of that information before anybody else right here on Midnight Radio. First thing I'm going to play is the interview that Grizzly Hood News released of her interviewing Rudy's mother's friend. And then after that, we're going to do the interview with Rudy. We're going to talk about it on the flip side. It's important to listen to both of these together, and you're going to see why right now. What's up, Hood News peeps? Look, I'm going to be doing a, a live video with Ivan GTV tonight on TikTok, but I need to I need to share something with y'all, man, because I've been on the phone right now with a lady that knows Janie very, very well, and she's been screaming for help for Rudy, man. Like, I just got off the phone with this lady. She's incredible. She's sharing her story. She messaged me. But what I need people to understand, I really need people to understand, if I don't answer messages, it's because I'm driving. It's because I'm working. Like, I'm not sitting on my ass at home, friends. You know, like, I'm also on an exercise thing, you know, too, for health. All kinds of stuff, you know. I still got to spend time with my daughter. I still got to be human. So, uh, the thousands of messages, sometimes... I'm just not able to answer. And sometimes you guys reach out to me with something that has nothing to do with hood news. So with that said, I've got a lady that is a witness to, to a lot of the craziness that Janie was doing. And she knows Janie very, very well, friends. And we're about to listen to a witness, dude. She just told me some shocking stuff. And if, and if we could get investigators to talk to her because she's been asking for help. For Rudy, for the long friends, I'm telling. There's a lot of people that have been trying to help Rudy that had suspicions and all kinds of stuff, man. Let's go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call her up right now. I can't see any comments from anybody, so I'm just gonna go with it. All right, here we go. Poor lady, she contacted me, and I didn't even like. I didn't know. I got a lot of crazy people reaching out too. So I, I just like did not know what to think. I'm like, but this lady is for real with it, friends. All right, we're calling her up right now. Oh, please don't be scared, man. She said she wanted to. She wanted to tell everybody what's going on. Hold on. Let me call her one more time. Man, this lady, friends, the 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 shocking stuff that she just told me. I, I said. Hey, mama. Hello. Hey. Yes. All right. So I got you on live video. Man, friend, it's your time. Now, we got thousands of people that are going to listen to this. And it's your time, friend. Like, if you felt ignored, 
if I ignored you, people ignored you, if everybody, detectives ignored you, now's your time, friend. You got a lot of people watching this. Go ahead, sis. Okay. Uh, okay, so I, 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 like I was saying, and like I've said in my videos, I met Jamie through Facebook. Uh, I, I sincerely felt for her because I thought that her son had was missing. Long story short, we found out that that was not true. I started hearing, she started making up a lot of lies and saying a bunch of different things, like the Bella instance where I said she was supposedly abducted from her house, which Bella was supposedly her sister. And then she said Christina was abducted from her hotel because Christina came to see Bella. Just a bunch of different things that started unfolding. She came to my house. She showed me a picture of Rudy in handcuffs, sitting on a bed, and said... That somebody had sent her that picture and that she needed ten thousand dollars to send to this person. Wait, she stop right there, sis. Stop right there. She okay. showed you what? A picture of Rudy with handcuffs sitting on a bed. Okay, we're gonna stop right there. Remember now, Janie was a security guard. Janie was a security guard, so she's gonna have handcuffs. Handcuffs. My yes. God. Yes. Mm. She said that somebody had sent her that picture and that they were wanting $10,000 and that they told her not to contact law enforcement because they would kill him. Mm. Prior to that, she had asked me for the area codes to Chicago because that's where I'm from, and I gave her an area code. She calls my phone. This is when she showed me the picture. She says, hey, I'm here by your house. I'm not going to say where I live because yeah. I don't know who's listening. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah. says, and I wanted to see if I can stop by. And so I said yes, because at this time I was still believing that her son was missing and I felt sorry for her. And she's just, you know, an, a, a, a sad lady with a sad story. Yeah. So I let her come to my house. That's when she showed me that picture. She asked me to lie to the detective. A detective had went to her house and left a business card at her house mm -hmm. saying that she needed to contact him. She said that this detective was harassing her and that if I could call that detective and tell him that I was living in her house and that she was working in Chicago, that's why she got a Chicago number to make her story more believable. Wow. As we've all seen that she does all these different little things to back up all her little lies. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, goodness. So I called the detective the next day. I think I left a message, then he called me back, we went back and forth, I told him everything that I'm telling you about the fake profiles, about the fact that I thought she had Rudy, about the fact that she asked me to lie to him and to say that she was working in Chicago, he said he was going to investigate it, I never heard back from anybody. Mm -hmm. June 21st, she reached out to me looking for insurance, and we all figured out already that that's the day that Rudy took the car and wrecked it, so she was looking for insurance, right. insurance fraud right there. Yes. Then she, Fast forward, she's trying to message me, contact me, blah, blah, blah. I never responded to her because I said, this, she's crazy. I'm not trying to talk to her. Then the day that Rudy is found, I knew, I knew when she started reaching out to me that something was up. Yeah. That she was up to something because she's a scheming ass lying bitch. And I hope Woo! she's listening. Yes, yes, for sure. Anyways, Dang. I, that, I messaged you. And I said, I know you got a lot of people messaging you, and you probably don't even know yeah, what, friend, what to I want, think or what to Look, I, I want to thank you for having patience because some of y'all, some of the watchers, the people right now, this lady understands that I'm slammed because we've talked yes, in the past. Yes, I do. Yeah, she understands yes. that some of you guys expect that like i'm driving i'm still in contact with rudy where he's at like i still got other news. i still gotta run the hood news thank you maria 
for giving me that yes, grace for no, understanding for no everything. yes i i complete i and i appreciate everything you do Grace. thank you for i do that's why i'm comfortable talking to you and oh, i'm glad that it's you. you that i'm talking to Man, I love because you, I've reached out to so many people and nobody listened. The day that Rudy was found, mm -hmm. I called missing persons. And the, the I called the Makawa office, just so you know, so that everybody can hear. In case they say I did it, they can look it up. My phone records will show where I called, too. I called the missing persons number on Makawa because that's where the detective was originally, the one that I spoke with. Right. And the lady that answered the phone told me that was, because it was the 4th of July weekend that nobody was available to talk to me. And I said, please, this is about the Rudy Farias case. Jamie said, she's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, it's all over the news. Yeah. She said she didn't know what I was talking about, but that somebody would call me. I'm still waiting for somebody to call me back. Wow. I sent a message to Channel 13. Maya Shea answered me. Just Maya Shea answered me. And if Maya Shea, you're listening, you, you know you did. She Ooh. called me. And then she said that she was going to call me back in 20 minutes because she was so busy. Still haven't heard from her. But today when they posted that video on the Rudy discussion, she sent me a message with an exclamation point. I'm like, who's she exclamation pointing? Not me. Because she's tripping. My saying, shame. I did call you. Yes. I'm like, uh, yeah, you called me, but you didn't talk to me. You didn't let me tell you anything. You said you were busy. Mm -hmm. So I don't care if you called See, me. See, Maya Shea, you like to discredit me as a reporter, whatever you say, I'm fake news, mm -hmm. whatever she wants to do. But you have lost so many stories potential because you don't want, you think you're too high up there. You can't come she down was here. Too busy. She was she too was busy. too busy. Yep. There you go. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Damn. Other things that I want to share, and I am not a police investigator. I'm not no FBI, just my Facebook FBI. Yeah. But Janie is connected to a lot of different tragedies and things that have happened. Yeah. I Please. think that a lot of a lot of the deaths that surround Janie mm -hmm. need to be investigated yeah. to make sure that they are just what what they claim they are a suicide a motorcycle accident and so forth mm -hmm. because there's no telling what this woman is capable of she is a lying conniving scheming ass liar Ooh, she's willing to cause. do anything for greed and for her benefit only yep yep i i i've seen those qualities i've heard about those qualities and it's all coming together friend like man you're you're spinning it like like these are puzzle pieces that are coming together and I'm proud of, let me, let me shout out that page, that Rudy uh, Farias discussion page. Every group that's out there putting this stuff together, internet sleuths, man, I commend y'all. You guys are getting lost in, in, a, in a loop, like rabbit holes, dude, that, that they go yes. far. I can only imagine what you're going through, Maria. Like, how do you feel like? about all of this i well i've had people on facebook that i've been trying to comment say that i'm janie that i'm fraud that i'm lying you know i'm probably related to her i'm probably i am not fucking janie i am maria i'm known as tiny i'm a real person there's a lot of people here that know me i've been doing insurance for over 20 years a lot of people know me in this in this area in other areas i know a lot of people that like i know samika knight's husband because I worked with him from right. Channel 13. Right, right. I know John, Quin John Quinones' nephew because I worked with him. So I'm a real person. They yeah, can yeah. verify me. Yeah, yeah. I got you, Mama. I got you. No, we're not. We, we know. We know. Like, you you and I have been messaging for a long time. Man, how do you feel like you're getting all this off your chest? You know, how do you feel? I like, feel relieved. Yeah. I feel relieved. Girl, I, yeah. I feel... I feel like I can take a deep breath finally because mm -hmm. I've been 
trying to tell people this and everybody like I'm crazy or I'm conspiracy or yeah. or whatever the hell they wanted to think. Right. You know, I'm exaggerating. Yeah, maybe it's just my mind going wild, but I knew I wanted to see has been true to this day. I said Bella wasn't real. She wasn't real. I said Christina wasn't real. She wasn't real. I said Janie had Rudy. She had Rudy. And nobody listened. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Man. Dang. Oof. And I just want, I want it hard to be investigated. I want justice for Rudy. I want everything to come out. Whatever she's done. I don't care if she stole the candy. Mm -hmm. I want all her shit to come out. Yeah, that's what we all want. I mean, we obviously I don't know about the kidnapping. What's going to happen with that? Because she, I, uh, like, whatever the the eight years. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But she needs to pay for, like, I don't like. What about got, the Equisearch? The Equisearch that she did. What about the state line that she crossed oh. to Louisiana, claiming that Rudy was with Jake? All that should be federal, mm -hmm. and there should be charges filed. Yeah. And I hope somebody's hearing this and somebody takes that. Mm -hmm. That. What she said. Everything she just said. Yes. That's right. $40,000 billboard because that's how much it was. Oh, my Ooh, God. Where did that money come from? Where did she get that money? Mm. Somebody investigate that, please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She ain't got no money, bitches, bro. But so what? Lock her up. Yep, yep. Dang. Man, this is getting crazy, man. This is just crazy. Like, And if anybody comes for me, if anything happens to me, y'all all know no, no. who to look for. We got your back, girl. I told her, I said, I'll go to your house and park outside and do my little hood news from outside. I'll just be, I love to be a watchdog, baby. Arf, arf, I got you. Let me know, girl. I got you. I'm a little chihuahua. Yeah, girl, I got you. I'm a big old dog, girl. I'm a big, 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 big dog. Man. How in the world, I just have a headache from all of this because my brain has been. I'm trying to remember everything. No, no, up. take it's, your I've time. I've been piecing this together yeah. for years, take man. Take your time, friend. Take your time. So, so I told you about. The, uh huh. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I told you about. Supposedly, she said that this Jerry Santana was her brother. Well, that's been told according to Facebook. Some other people came out and said that that was their brother and that Janie was not not related. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, they also shared, and this is. one of his advocates yes yes and the day that he was supposed to tell or whatever he got whatever he found out is when he had his motorcycle accident yeah. is that a coincidence maybe yeah. but if not please somebody investigate it please yeah there's a lot of death and tragedy man unfortunately and who knows and I it know. all surrounds Jane. yes yes i agree i agree it's a lot friend like i don't know about you Simple. guys yeah it's a lot y'all i don't know about you guys but like I bet I'm I like like blank out. I don't even. It's so much. Like I can only imagine you. Like what you're feeling. I know everybody's and man, exhausted. I haven't even been sleeping. I'm I'm up all night trying to think and read, and I'm like, oh my god. And then people are saying I'm Janie. I'm like, I'm not Janie. I, I thought I, you were one of her uh, her nieces. Mm -hmm. I I confused you with one of the nieces. That's. I have to get yes. that up. No, I don't, I don't really know any of her family yeah. aside from her fake family. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fake family. Yeah. <laughs> she said the fake family. She said, oh, Lord. All your fake sisters and cousins <gasps> and brothers, you damn Dude. liar, Janie. Hey, she created, she created a, 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 a network of fake profiles to surround and support her her Facebook, man. man. What'd she tell you whenever y'all met for the first time? And, you know, because you only she, saw pictures. Oh, mm, go ahead. Yes. 
So I, I told her what I remember telling her one day on the phone, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. And she's like, Oh, thank you. Blah, blah, blah. So when I, when I meet her in real life, everybody, I'm like, what the fuck? Where's Janie? No, <laughs> she tried to warn you though, right? She, she did try to warn you. Right? Yes. Yeah, she told me that she had gained a lot of weight because she was very depressed because she couldn't find Rudy. And I believed it. And I told her, don't worry about it. You know, nobody cares what you, I don't care what you look like. You yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, either. I'm, yeah, it, I'm saying. But you know, really in, in all reality, that wouldn't have mattered. Okay. You know, if it, was her and she gained weight who gives a shit you know it, depression happens to everybody mm. but she was lying because that wasn't you know some of those pictures aren't even her yeah and one of them i think is her from like maybe 30 years ago oh jesus 40 years ago i don't even know yeah. man she's just yeah a lot of people are telling me that's, she was, that was her reason for looking so different because yeah. i was like where the hell is jamie heads hey y'all know what we need to do everybody that's watching and maria we need to find the owners of all these pictures that she was using because those pictures are being used all over the world to tell this story. Yes. This I found one of the, the so-called husbands or fiancés or boyfriends, whatever. He has a real family. Oh, I'm like, how the hell was she sharing? She cropped the wife out and posted herself in it. Wow. I found one of them. And he has two kids. Yep. I found that one. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the other one, I think, is a TikTok influencer or something. Yeah. Another picture that she yeah. was sharing is a TikTok influencer. I've been trying to do my homework on this, but, man, I work. Mm -hmm. I have kids that I'm raising, yeah. and, I, you know. Yeah. You know what else I, I want to tell? Because somebody's talking about uh, Matthew Seedorf. That's one of my, my reporter friends, my good friend. Matthew posted an old story that Fox 26 covered a few years back. And one of, the, one of the sons lost his life and, and they were about to lose their house and they raised the issue yes. about, can we please get the souvenirs and the, the Marine stuff and all this stuff? Well, we found out. And she did a fake I, tears on that bench. We, we, we got it confirmed from Rudy, from Rudy. That was one her letters. That, that, that he was, ne he never had cancer. Rudy never, nope, never had cancer. Rudy had to endure a spinal tap and all kinds of weird procedures to keep up with mom's lies. And, I, you know, the hospital can't. She is pure the, evil. The hospital could not, you know, because of HIPAA, they couldn't, like, they just probably saw that stuff and were like, wow. But because of HIPAA, they couldn't speak on it, probably. I don't know. I would love they to can't. talk to no, one of those. No, they can't because yeah. there's a law against it. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that I personally have had a spinal tap. I've had two. Mm. And, and, and it's very, very painful to go through. And yeah. she made her son, who had was nothing, there was nothing wrong with him, go through that just for her benefit, for wow. her gain. That should just show the type of piece of crap that she is. She doesn't even have the right to be called a mother. Wow. Oh my gosh, friends. This is just, man, well, you know what? In the letters that supposedly Rudy wrote from the hospital, you could probably confirm this too, mm -hmm. Rizzy. Uh -huh. I'm sure she wrote them because if you look at those letters, they're all in capital letters like Janie writes. Yeah. Ooh. They need to do the handwriting test. Ooh. Well, she typed it. It's oh, all type. typed and it's handwritten. That's what they were showing. Oh, Your friend can yeah, confirm they did, that. They did, they on that 26. Man, and it, it seemed a lot for like a little kid, you know, like I was like, man, yeah. there's no way he, he was 14 like, years old in the hospital uh, going through all this stuff. And he's typing all these letters to shut up, Janie, yeah. shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Matthew, God, Matthew Zedor's so watching. Matthew, Matthew's watching. He's hi, the Matthew. One that, I'm hey. sorry. I'm just mad. Excuse yeah. my language, guys. She says, hi, Matthew. Man, I'm talking to Maria uh, Lada. You might need to talk to her too, Matthew. Go on and get that story, bro. 
Man, gosh, man, this is just. It's I think just, he messaged me, but I wasn't sure if he was a real person, so I didn't want to respond for sure. Mm -hmm. Somebody says Munchausen by proxy. Yeah, for sure. I believe yes. that. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. And, and for of, those people saying that Rudy had something to do with it, have they ever heard of Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. Because that's that's a real thing. Thank you. Know, you. I don't care if they say he's 24, 25 years old, motherfucker. If somebody's torturing you and abusing you for 8, 10, 15 yes. years, God knows how long it's been yes. going on, yes. how the hell do you think you're going to react? You're going to be scared yes. of your perpetrator. You're going to be scared yeah. to fucking say anything. You're going to be scared yes. to love because you probably threatened him every single day yes. of his life. So if you guys have never been through it, shut the hell up. Hey, he flinches when his mom is around. I saw that, and I thought it was, like, just him and his trauma, you know, like, still wanting to give credit. No, either, like, I know she had him orchestrate a certain way to act in front of, like, me or when we were at the, the day of the questioning with the detectives. Yeah, like, he was yeah, when he first yeah. walked in. But, but this guy, man, this young man, like, you could tell he has a genuine fear of his mom, dude. Y'all don't know. Like, I talked to his name. I, I talked to neighbors. Rudy got drunk off of a, a jar full of uh, vodka pickles. Like, he got he got himself messed up. Like, he would take, and let me tell, oh, I got to tell y'all. So, talking today um, with, with uh, the people that know Rudy and everything, I completely, completely missed the spot where Rudy would go into the woods. There is a chair back there, and there is a carpet. It, there is a little oh, setup. I missed it. I missed it. I thought that was the spot because I was getting cut in my legs and everything. Everybody can miss me with their criticisms. I'm looking for proof to help Rudy. You know, that's I wouldn't go out there like yes. that, man. I don't know those people. I could have got shot, killed, all kinds of stuff. People don't yes. understand. But I'm going to be back shit, out there. Nobody else is trying to do anything. Yeah. We're going to be back out there and maybe he'll even show us, you know, what, what happened. Like behind the scenes, we don't want to put Rudy out there. We don't want to expose his face. None of that. So, yeah. yeah, we just want him to heal, but we want to help share his story and, and pull out all the receipts necessary. I, I don't know what to say if he'll ever get justice or not. It's scary. It's scary because I feel like everything is falling on deaf ears nation, like in front of the world. It's just sad. Man. I don't think anybody's listening. Everybody's like wanting to push it under. I don't know why, though. Why? Why are they not wanting to investigate this? Why are the police saying that they didn't know anything or they can't do nothing? Why? There's yes. there's so many crimes that have been committed. Okay, you can't get it for kidnapping or whatever because that's their son. That's his mom. He's eight or Okay, what about the other shit? What yeah. about the GoFundMe? Yes. What about the EquiSearch? Yes. What about the travel to Louisiana? What about the lying to people about their kids that have been kidnapped? Saying that she saw them or that that that's there's gotta be something. Oh, there. So what she about was the like, terroristic she, threats? Yeah. What about the terroristic threat that her her as Bella did to other people? Because she Bella was threatening everybody left and right too. Yeah, I know. That's a threat, even if it was her or not or whatever. Fictitious, we already confirmed yeah. that it was Janie. You know the the creepy thing is when I was sitting at the Holiday Inn on Kinswick and Humble with Janie, all of a sudden she passes me the phone. She's like, Do you want to speak to Bella? Bella is how I got in contact with Janie because she, I, look, Janie did the stupidest thing. The stupidest thing Janie could have ever done was ask for my help. The stupidest thing yeah, that Janie has gonna, ever done she in all of this. She was going to be able to sucker you. Yes, yes. She did the most stupid. I'm like, what? what is she thinking? Like, we can see the shit. Like, man, friends, you can ask the subscribers, like the like uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, something like that. I told everybody, I said, this lady reached out to me. She wants my help. 
I don't know what to believe. I know people are starting to say it's looking really sketch. I'm going to stay neutral yeah. so I can get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And everybody said, yeah, trust yeah. your gut. Man, and man, friends, as soon as I saw signs that things were not right on that phone with Quanell, hey, Quanell, like I had already talked to him the day before, but when I knew for certain that things were not right about her story, friends, that was it, man. That's when we got Quanell like involved. Hey, we're here. We got a location. Drop the location. Come on. Man, friendship. Yes. That was the stupidest thing that she could have ever got done. She should have ignored all stuff. It would have went away. She contacted. And Grace. who did she get to to play that to Bella. be Bella? Bella. Bella. Uh, oh, so I was sitting in the in the hotel lobby with with uh, with her while Rudy's being questioned, and all of a sudden, uh, she gets Bella on the phone. I was like, "What?" I said, "That's weird," because I thought <laughs> Bella was a. I thought Bella was her. Because you know, she is Bella. She, yeah, she paid somebody. She to got pretend. somebody to play. Yes, play Bella. Okay. yes. People have oh, lent themselves crazy. over to her shenanigans. She pays people to pretend to be. I spoke to somebody pretending to be Bella. Man, <laughs> can't make that up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Somebody well, said, I never spoke to Bella. Everything was messages, but Bella was the one that would back up her stories. Yeah. Bella was the one that would tell us that she was in the hospital when she went to California because she said that there was a Rudy. They showed us a picture of a boy that looked like Rudy that had Houston tattooed on his chest, yeah. and he was in a hospital bed. But now I'm questioning whether that was just a picture she might. I don't know if he has any tattoos, Grace, but you yeah. need to check. But maybe yeah. she just took a picture of him and said she was yeah. flying to California so people could give her some money yeah, yeah. because she, she got money then, too. My Oh my God. Then she got money to go to Mexico. Then she got money to go to Cachada. I think this bitch was just vacationing on everybody's money. Yes, yes. She was going to missing people conventions. She was just playing that role. Like, shame, 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 man. And, and it's Sorry, all coming. T-shirts of him with, uh, with wings? Why wings? Yeah, she Why wings? Why was she yeah, selling she shirts had with pictures, wings? Uh, T-shirts with him with wings, dude. Like, like if he was deceased. And, and if you exactly. look at her pattern, she would always reminisce about her other son. But she wouldn't really bring up. She would not bring up yeah. her, 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 her Rudy. That's her yesterday at the police station, y'all. I'm just showing everybody pictures. That is Janie at the police station yesterday. She she should have been going for to tell on herself. That's what she should have been doing. <laughs> yeah. She I literally told myself of being a con artist. Yeah. And my neighbors harassing me because they found out I'm a fucking lying bitch. Man. She's crazy. Got loca. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Loca is not the word. No, yeah. She's out of there, friends. She's out of there, Maria. Mm -mm. She is beyond crazy. Well, thank you so much for your for your courage to step up and You're tell welcome. people. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, like for, for having finally patience. somebody listening. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm sure now people are gonna hopefully hopefully you can get a, an interview with this the uh, Matthew Seedorf. He's a good voice for the hood. Like AI. I think he I really, messaged me, but I wasn't sure who he was. Yeah reach out you guys okay. let me let me uh let me play that role like shame, 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 man. And, oh, and my voice gets on my nerves. Hold on. Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Seedorf. Everybody, go and follow my, my friend. This is a uh, Matthew Seedorf. He's really good, man. He's a good reporter. He cares. Look at see see that background picture. Rain, sleet, or snow, man. He's got your back. So yeah, uh, go check him out. But yeah, Maria, we're gonna stay in touch. I I need to see how we can get you to talk to somebody somewhere, man. Somebody's gotta listen to this. This this is too I much. Know. You're a witness. You're a witness. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. And how did okay? What was this picture like of him with the with the with the uh, 
the cuffs, the handcuffs? Like, was he on his stomach, on his back, or sitting up? He was, no, he was sitting down, like sitting down on the edge of a bed with his head down and his hands out and handcuffs. Wow. Like, you know, like when you're sitting on your edge of your bed, he was sitting on the edge of a bed. Uh, it's a white comforter. I remember that from the picture. And he has handcuffs and he had his head down. Pobrecito, man. My, man, God. Now, that's what I said. Somebody look into that. You pull her old phone records or whatever because if it's some picture that she took herself, yeah. that's evidence that she was holding him. Yeah, that's digital. Don't go by what I'm yeah. saying. I don't yeah. care if they believe me or not, but mm. just freaking do your investigation. Do your yeah. damn work and, and mm. see what, what I'm talking about. Yep, yep. Yeah, a lot of neighbors were saying the same thing about cartel. People that knew that Rudy had already been there there are people that that knew that Rudy was already found, but they were scared to say anything and they believed that he was already removed from the missing persons list because the mom, well, Janie would tell people, "Hey, the cartel's looking for my son. I'm so scared. Don't shh, don't tell nobody." It's already like she she had a way to to make that's people, how she yeah. that, that's how she convinced people Absolutely. to not say nothing. Yep. She's she's done lie after lie after lie after lie wow. to back up her stories. Yeah. And, and to make her more credible. Yep. Man, this is crazy. This is crazy. Surely was. So, so yeah. Much, she's uh, a whole out. other level of crazy. Yep. Yep. She is. It's just so much. Yep. Yep. Man, I, I thought I had seen a lot of things in my lifetime, man, and yeah. I have. I've witnessed a lot of horrible yeah. things, but. Mm -hmm. This is tops. Yeah. Greed, deception, lies, manipulation, Everything. coercion, Everything. All, physical abuse, my other abuses, it, it, other abuses. involved in that too. Yeah, all that. All that. Yep. She's corrupt big time. Yep, yep, yep. Everybody said, everybody's saying just uh, be safe. Yeah, you be safe, mama. Be strapped. You I know, am. stay strapped in your house. You know, just be ready. You know, just never know with these people and stay safe you know we I know. appreciate you i don't know who she's associated mm -hmm. with y'all ain't gotta worry about me like y'all ain't got like i'm surrounded by craziness around me so yeah she she'll be she comes to my hood for like five minutes she's gonna get scared like my hood is not for the weak oh huh. uh, yeah <laughs> yeah for real i'm from the hood hood all right mamacita well hey you have a good night we'll stay in touch please thank keep you, my Grace. number thank you, you got for it listening yes thank girl you. Yes. i know you purged like i could tell you were crying at some points man i i'm yes man, i wish i could give you a hug and i know that'll be soon I, i'll be meeting you really soon okay mama i look right. forward to it you yes, too be safe okay all right thank you and i'm so sorry if i was skeptical if i was saying i don't know it's about okay. this i, under you, I you understand because yeah. i'm the same way right now with mm -hmm. everybody too yep all right mama if I hadn't been following you for years, I would have thought maybe who the hell is Grizzly? But yeah. I knew who you oh, was. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Mama. Thank you so much. And you have a lot of courage, I'll tell you that much, because a lot of people stay quiet, you know. We're as Hispanic people, sometimes we're accused of being very quiet. We don't want to speak up. No, nah, I, I, I want I want her to, to be charged for whatever she yes. does. Yes. Yes. Everybody's saying uh, prayers for Maria. Thank you, Maria. Everybody's being thankful. Thank you, friend. Oh, thank you. Thank yep. you, everybody. All right. Pues ahí estamos, mamá. All right, mamá. You All be right. safe, too, mija. I'll we'll save your number. You save right. mine, please, Sounds okay? Good. Thank you. All right, All right. friend. Good night. Uh, good night. Bye. My goodness, friends. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. So so the pickle story was, I heard this, I, I was told this directly from a neighbor. Uh, she made vodka pickles, like, you know, some pickles, and he consumed the whole jar. And they're like, watch out, Dolph. Okay, D-O-L-F. His name is Rudolph. But they would call him Dolph, like D O L 
P-H, yeah, D-O-L-P-H, short for Rudolph. And that's how, what they called him in the hood. Like, you know, little young Dolph, you know. Well, he consumed a whole jar of pickles and they asked him like, dang, like, hey, slow down, take it easy. And he says, well, if you were in my life, you, you would do the same thing too. Man, keep this young man in your prayers, dude. Like, I admire him. He was he was already trying to get away. Like, he was doing things like the, the, the car incident. That was him trying to flee to get away. He was trying to leave and, and run off. And, and man, and he, man, friends, there's just so much stuff. There's just so much stuff, man. Y'all pray for him, man. Uh, I'm mad at some of the TikTokers. Uh, TikTok is a toxic place for me. I don't know if I really want to continue on with TikTok. I get attacked a lot, but also I get attacked if I try to correct people and tell them, hey, you guys remember this story? Let me show you. Tell me if you wouldn't get mad if you saw this shit too. And, and knowing H-Town, we're H-Town strong. We're not going to let people from the outside try to come and tell a story and not, not tell it right. We're from H-Town, man. We stand up for Rudy. We got his back, right? There was a, a TikTok that went around and, and the lady was saying that this post that, that was out from Pasadena PD. I'm going to show y'all. Let me look for it real quick. Hold on. And I want to thank everybody. I got back to a normal place with, with Hood News. It's been in disarray these last couple of days, but today was a normal Hood News day. Um, I've been able to get back on some kind of track. Let me show y'all real quick. Hold on. These people right here. Somebody made a TikTok and went to town like with speculation. They didn't necessarily say, it's not what you say, it's how you present stuff. But he's Rudy's already a victim. Why are we trying to vilify Rudy? Y'all know damn well that don't look like no Rudy, man. That does not look like Rudy. And, you know, even though she might look similar, y'all know damn well that ain't Janie either. It's these people. I'm going to show you their picture. This is who's on that thing, mother and son. She took off to Mexico, too. I still haven't even had time to do a come on down. I can't even mention the kid because he's a minor. So there you go. He's, it's only going to be the mom that we put out there. But yeah, like I spoke up on it. I said, hey, y'all need to take that down because y'all are using Rudy's name. They're like, oh, well, we corrected it. Yeah, but the video's still up. You're still profiting off of a video and, and it's in the, you're using Rudy's name. That's just me trying to look out for your, your, your ass so you don't get yourself sued because I'm very savvy with the shit, like how this kind of stuff works. And that ain't it, man. That ain't it. Like, man, you're wrong for that. A lot of these TikTokers are trying to, trying to i don't know what it is they're trying to do man and they're just spitting out stuff just to spit it out like i don't know friends like i don't have no updates until i have something significant this i felt was something significant a lot of you guys tagged me a lot of you guys forwarded it over to me and it was just so much i'm like let me go look like let me see at first i was skeptical i was like man she's a crazy lady she just wants to be heard why now but no after listening to her she's been trying to get help for him for this situation for a long time yeah Janie needs to be locked up for life. She's, a, I'm telling you, whoo, my gosh. Yeah, it's not a joke. It's not. And she lied about the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she broke down and cried and hey, she, she let me have it. And I offered a, a, I offered a very grown woman apology. Like, hey, I'm sorry if I came off rude, but down here in H-Town, like we like to look out for one another. And, and I don't agree with the video. All her little Karens 
oh man i'm so done they're chopping me up real bad on tiktok but i don't care i don't care because i'm in it for rudy i'm in it for rudy dude i don't care i don't care how many enemies i make that, that comes with the hood news territory let it be your brother and sister let it be your friend let it be your your grandma grandpa let it be your loved one i'm gonna have that same energy too so i don't care what enemies i make i i don't i i love making the 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 enemies that need to be made over a, a victim i sure will i ain't got no problems making enemies y'all can meme away all you want motherfuckers yeah friends i love y'all what goes around comes around tiktok users trying to exceed clout yes then they accuse me of doing that i'm like dude i'm trying to get evidence for this guy but we're gonna be going back out there because i missed the spot i went all the way to the back and then i came all the way towards the front and there was like that little area they're mad about that too they wanted me to find something in the back i said dude if he didn't go that far back i went there just to go look and make sure so nobody could say anything I wish that, and a, and a young man, you can see the back of his feet when he's walking in the video. Um, that was one of the neighbors he was trying to show me, but he wasn't really too sure either because it was one of Rudy's private spots. Like he, his friends didn't go back there and hang out with him. You know, they would probably go look for him maybe back there, but um, no, they didn't, that wasn't like a, it was where he would go. It was where he would go when the family would come over and see also once grandma passed away, uh, there was really not a uh, bigger, there was not a need to go out there as much unless he wanted to just leave for a while and get away from everybody. Uh, but uh, keep in mind, some of that trash looks old because the weather, the rain, all that stuff, man. Grandma was never lying. Grandma was older and she was a, Janie would say, oh, grandma, she's the, she's got dementia. You know, she's she's goofy. You know, don't, don't listen to grandma. But the entire time, grandma was like, he's here, he's here man pray for rudy friends like some people are trying to vilify rudy and all of this i pray for y'all y'all don't know what it's like to be a victim a lot of us have experienced um crimes against children a lot of us have been abused by somebody we're supposed to trust a lot of us have been manipulated by somebody we're supposed to trust a lot of people have been used abused and all kinds of stuff and we still forgive why because there are there's there are blood we're supposed to we're taught that we're supposed to uh, trust mom and dad and and everything else and you know he's such a beautiful person that he still doesn't wish harm on his mom man i'm trying to tell y'all no i think there was like a little uh latch on that door i can't see it from i think no i don't think he was hopping it all the time because i don't think it's like no i think he was going through that little door if you look there's a newer part of it why not knock down the whole wall? I think it was like a like a door to go in and out or something. I don't know. Yeah. We have to have this energy for boys. Boys do get abused. Some of y'all think that boys can be abused. And that's so sad that you feel like that. All right, friends. I'm about to dip. I love y'all so much. I'm going to hop over to TikTok with Ivan GTV. We're going to even talk about this right now. I want to get Ivan's reaction. Shout out to my boy Ivan. Um, and yeah, I got to go, friends. I love y'all. Be safe. So we heard from Rudy's mother's friend about some of the things that Rudy's mother was doing. All these different cons that Rudy's mother was doing. And it brings up nothing but questions in your mind about what's going on. It makes it more legitimate. It takes it from what the HPD were saying in their newscast. And you take what Cornell X, the activist in Houston was saying that Rudy told him. And you keep that in your mind.
Here's some of the things that Cornell X said during his first press conference. And initially, whenever the investigators would come, she would hide him in the house. More details. And um, he kept saying, I don't want her to go to prison. I don't want her to get in trouble. I don't want her to go to jail. And so we asked him, why did you run away? And he said he just got tired of her not respecting his boundaries. And she said that he wanted his own life. And his exact word was, I was tired of living like a slave. She would take him to work with her and he would do the required work she was supposed to do. And a lot of the responsibilities of her job was on him. And he went on to say that what troubled him the most was her crossing his personal space boundaries. He said that she would make him sleep in the bed with her. And he said that she made him play daddy. He said that she, that he didn't like getting in the bed with her that he would try to sneak out of the bed and sometime hide under the bed, but she told him he had to be her husband. That's a damn shame, man. A little boy said she was the one providing drugs to him for years. Hallucination drugs, mushrooms, etc., and that the reason why he was left, he was just tired of her crossing his boundaries. When he would shower, she would come and pull the shower curtain back and stare at him, and then she would make him bathe her with the soap. And he ran away this time because he was tired. Well, now, you've been doing this for many years. How emotional have you today been with this case? It's a goddamn shame. I ain't never in my life heard of a mother doing to a child what this woman did. This is not your typical ad for makeup or auto insurance. We're asking for your scared the hell out of me were you at all there when the mother was questioned yes and what was her reaction yes and she i knew something was wrong with the story when she was questioned when he got when he went when they found him he had her credit card in his pocket she just canceled that credit card two and a half years ago so if he's been missing for eight years, how the hell he get your credit card in your in his pocket when he found him from two and a half years ago? What she mean? And he said to us that she gave him that credit card so he could go and buy her certain but, things. But with the other allegations, what was her response to those allegations? She hadn't even heard them because we had to remove her from the room. But did she? So she hasn't been questioned about that. Can you describe her demeanor and his demeanor during questioning? When she was in the room, he wouldn't say nothing. He wouldn't say one word. 
when she was in the room. But the minute she left the room and we were allowed to talk to a young man, he asked. He said, can I speak with Mr. X by myself? Can I talk to one L by myself? And the detective was like, well, can one of us stay in the room? And he was like, okay, but, but I'll talk to him. When she left, he, when he first came here, he was holding on to her. He wouldn't talk to her. He wouldn't say one word to anybody. Like he was petrified. But the minute he got alone by himself, he slowly calmed down. And he slowly began to talk very coherently and specific details. This is a man in his mid-20s. People might wonder, why not run away from this situation? Why not get yourself out of it? Did he give you any explanation about that? I honestly believe, based on what he said to us, she was drugging the hell out of this kid. And she convinced him that he was in trouble for initially running away and that law enforcement wanted to arrest him and put him in jail for running away. She had convinced him that all type of agencies were looking for him to put him in jail. He was in plain sight, according to you, and that he would take her to work. No, he, would, he would go to work with her. Right. He would take. He would stay at the job with her. She would take him to work. Where did she work and where was he doing this it was, work? It was some kind of security job or something like that. Where they were at, I don't know, but it was a security type job, how a nighttime he, security watch type he, job. How did he end up in the We still can't. He admit that, that, he, that he had took mushrooms, okay? And two weeks before this, a week of, maybe not even fish whole two weeks, her car was stolen, okay? When her car was stolen, she didn't know how the car was stolen, but the keys were in the car. And he stole the car. That's when he got into the accident in the car. And it was him that got into the accident in that car. What was the story? I mean, this is eight years he was reported missing. What's the story that he's been? I spoke to neighbors who said um, he went by Dalt, but he never kind of told anyone she, what happened. What was his story? Because she had convinced him that he was in so much trouble for initially running away. And she gave this boy serious drugs to the point to where this boy needs extensive professional help. What was How it? did he stay missing for so long? I mean, eight years. He was allowed to um, visit with some of the neighbors under an assumed name. She believed that after so many years, people had forgotten about the case and that under an assumed name and convinced him to use that name, nobody would put two and two together. But he never told any of the people that he was with what was happening? Never told anybody what was going on. And let me say this, a young man's body have scars all over it. Uh, slice wounds from here, from literally his forearm to his wrist. All type of scars on this kid. And he said that she often locked him in the room. That she would give him drugs and lock him in the room. And there's a whole lot of uh, mental health issues there, I believe, induced because of the drugs that this young man was well, giving. Well, at, at any point, 
during this process today, did you see the mother detained by HPD? They took her to another room and kept her there for a minute after he had confided with us what was said. I know they were on the phone with the DA's office and their superiors about this case, but I want everybody to know something. This young boy was not kidnapped by some strangers and he got away and they found him. That's not the case here. And then you actually hear Rudy talk about it and you get a completely different story. This dropped today. This is from Grizzy's Hood News. That door, though, yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's a little sick. I think I just kind of got a cold or something. But other than that, I'm good. Happy. Well, um, we probably need you to talk really loud just because it's phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little struggle. My throat's kind of sore. I hope it's there. Oh, actually, it's not a bad idea. Rudy, how are you 25? Um, what is it? 26. That's about my age and age sometimes. So sometimes it's a little hard for me to keep track, especially if I don't have phones or anything, you know, it's a little difficult. You know what? If we keep the door a little open, it's helpful with the light. That would work if you want to hold this right there. Are you shocked at how much attention this is getting? Yeah, no, it's a lot of attention. It kind of gets me overwhelmed, you know. And I'm not, you know, I just try to stay positive, you know, just try to keep my mentality straight and honest and true and just spread positivity and kindness, you know. So the world thought you were missing for eight years. Where, where were you? Where have you been? Uh, at home stuck at home, you know, somebody would come over, my mom would just tell me, stay in the room, you know, keep the door locked, don't let them in, don't make any sounds, don't do anything, you know. Tell us about what it was like living there. Were you allowed to leave the room? Was she holding you there against your will? She never, like, locked me in or, you know, like, handcuffed me or anything like that. You know, I had free will to leave. It's just, it just felt like brainwashing, honestly, like... Just, it just kept confusing me, just the way, you know, she would manipulate me into saying, like, oh, you're going to get arrested because you have a speeding ticket or something, like something minor, something innocent, and then it would just, and then it would just kind of escalate into just people just, sorry, which is, um, yeah, it just escalated from there, from, you know, just wanting to get away from home, just be free, live my own life arguing all the time and then we eventually just went into just she locked me in there pretty much mentally just that she was my only parent she was the only person I really had besides my brother so when I lost my brother I didn't have anybody to teach me how to live you know how to have confidence or trust in myself or anything you know so I just depended on my mom all my life what did you been doing for those eight years just um 
trying to study the best I can online, you know, understand how the world works, you know, understand different cultures, different religions, different everything, because my life, I just believe that we should stop putting labels on everything and just understand the communities and the prosperity and the growth and the positivity, because there's just too much fighting, there's too much anger, there's too much depression and mental health problems in the world. Yeah, you just... Just need to spread more positivity because all of it, everything around us, it's just, it's an algorithm that they control through the social media and through the colors and just everything, you know, like if you see something white, like a white wall or a white pillowcase or a white car driving around the place, you know, you will just understand that like you're just trying to have a positive thought and then you'll look at something white and get sidetracked and you'll get distracted about stuff and things and then you'll find stuff like a pink wall or something or pink whatever and then you just be reminded of you know somebody trying to help you prosperity you know just somebody loving people and red people confuse that for anger or hate and it's only anger or hate these type of things if you look at it that way you know you know, police said a lot of times that you were 17 when this happened and you're an adult. You spoke a little bit about this, about some of the family um, trauma you've had growing up. Talk about the fact that although you're an adult, how difficult it was for you to be in this situation and maybe not be able to get out of. Just, it felt like Stockholm Syndrome, honestly. Like, just held against my will mentally, not physically, just... Constantly, like she was bombarding me with negative thoughts. And, like every time I come around her, she just makes me. It's like little triggers just pop up, and it's like if I'm trying to get away from my mom, I'll hear a random noise, and it'll be like a little reminder in my head, like don't do that, don't say this, or you know, just little things like she's putting ideas or thoughts into my head whenever I'm just trying to, you know, just understand the world. Do you think your mom took advantage of you? Heavily. How does that feel? I mean, I can't imagine you said your mom is really the only person in your family you have. How was that that you felt your own mom took advantage? It was, it's like I lived in a prison. It's like I lived in a fucking jail my whole life. I just wanted to be free. I wanted to have my own job. I just, I just wanted to live my life. I just wanted to, um, just love somebody, you know, have somebody else that would actually love me, because I wasn't sure what love was. I struggled understanding my emotions. I don't know when I'm sad and that I'm sending out negative energy. I don't understand when I'm happy and sending out positive energy. I just, the only way I was under understanding how to communicate with people was online, and even then, you can't trust everything you see online, because half the time, people are just making their own assumptions and spinning what they want and just I can't ever speak my truth because everybody wants to assume things. Can you go into the brainwashing? What would she say to you? Would she say something would happen if you were to leave her home? It wasn't that. It's just after I left, I started to understand that all of it's just an algorithm. It's literally all an algorithm. If you look at something black, you understand that they understand. If you look at something white, it'll confuse you when you're trying to go in a positive direction. If you look at something red, it'll remind you of love. If you look at green, it'll remind you of, you know, like grounding people that are there for you and stuff, you know? Did you feel stuck? And, and what 
was she doing exactly that kept you hidden? It's just every time I would try to leave or, you know, try to do things for myself. Like, I want to go get my own money. I want to go work a different job. I want to do this and that. They would always just come right back around to just don't do that or it's bad. Don't do that. You know, like, the cops are going to come out. They're going to do this. They're going to arrest you if you're driving a car without a license or this and that. And it's just like... How do you expect me to get a license to drive a car if I can't even go out? Why do you all I do is work 12-hour shifts seven days a week and I get 60 fucking dollars? Like, I don't understand how that's fucking fair. Why do you think she wanted to keep you hidden? I, I don't know. It all started just because I had a fucking speeding ticket. I went, like, 70 and a 55 trying to go to work. And then... When that all started, it's just like I wasn't able to have a life. I was starting to start working and growing and, you know, provide for myself. And then after that happened, I just, I couldn't do it. I, I think the question everyone has is why your mom would lie and say that you've been missing for eight years. Did she ever tell you, or did you ever ask mom, why are we pretending that I'm missing? That's the thing, when it comes to the real small details like that, I just can't, I don't remember. It's like it just blocks it out, like she's blocking it out for me or something. It's like, I just, I just want to remember the facts. I just want to understand, you know, who I am and what I'm trying to do and just try to live my life the way I want to, not how she wants me to. Were you questioning your mom? Like, mom, why am I doing this? I would always ask her stuff like, when am I going to get a job? When am I going to have my own car? When am I going to be able to make my own decisions? When am I going to be able to just go out and be free? Like, why can't we just go to the fucking police station? Why can't I just get a lawyer? Why can't I just do that? And she's like, oh, you can't get a lawyer because it's too much money. We can't do that because it's too much money. Everything was always just money, 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 money. It's constantly fucking money. If you had to guess why she was doing this, was she making money from you being missing as as far as you know? I don't know. I think somebody at one point mentioned something about an original GoFundMe page. And then she, my mom, wanted to say something about, like, one of my aunts or something was, like, stole all the sodas or some shit. But meanwhile, where's all the money that they raised, you know? Like, and where did that go to helping find me? So we have video. We actually, Fox 26, we interviewed your mother while you were in the hospital and 10 years ago in 2012. What happened? Why were you in the hospital? And, and I guess it was mentioned to our reporter at the time that you had cancer? Um, I had a tumor on my heel at one point, but that was irrelevant. Originally, I think all that had started because she wanted me to fake taking some, like, a bottle of uh, Tylenol or, like, Aleve PM or something, you know, sleeping pills. And then she wanted to fake me going to the hospital, and she pretty much just forced me to go in the ER and be like, hey, you know, act like you're sick and you're overdosing and shit. And this was before they, you were missing? Yes, sir. Why? Why was this happening? I, I don't even remember. I think it was something to do with school. I was depressed, and I was cutting my wrists when I was, you know, getting sad. I didn't have an idea yet, like an idea how to... You know, understand my emotions. It was after my brother passed away. I didn't know what, how to deal with pain and depression, so I would just literally just rip a fucking Coke can open and just run it on my wrist like a fucking cheese grater just to feel something. Your brother was a big part of your life, the one who passed away. Talk to us about that, and was that a major part in 
this, how you were feeling with depending on your mom. Yes, ma'am. He would take care of me. You know, he would take me to and from school. He would pick me up. He would get me McDonald's. You know, he just make little jokes and stuff. And after he passed away, I just wasn't able to, you know, love myself or anything anymore. I just, I wasn't able to have somebody like a father figure. You know, he was my brother, but I never had dad. Stepdads, I didn't, I didn't know how to grow up. I didn't know what I was doing as I was growing up. I didn't understand how to take care of myself, how to wash myself, how to make doctor's appointments, how to do anything because I never had a chance. What would you have to say to police that say, well, he was an adult? What do you mean? It seems like in this case, you didn't have the support there that you needed, and um, police seem so focused on your age that you were 17, which is an adult um, in Texas. But can you talk about the fact that, yes, you were an adult, but the mindset that you've been in? Yeah, it was just like a constant brainwashing, like a Stockholm type of syndrome, where it's just, you know, you just fall in love with your, your captive and just want to take care of them, do this and that, you know, like... It would just constantly just be me trying to help and just take care of my mom, do whatever she needs because I cared about her and she's the only person I had. Did your mom, over this last eight years, did she say anything or, or like, is there anything that sticks out in your mind that that bothers you or that you remember conversations with her that just... sleep in her bed sometimes. I don't remember why. Just like next to her. It wouldn't be anything sexual or anything like that. I wouldn't lie about that because there's plenty of people that need honest truths when it comes to those things. That just muddies the water to lie about those type of things. That's where I said the media, they like to twist my words and confuse things. I never said anything bad about her in that regard, but you know, just boundaries she would push or make me uncomfortable and I would say stop and she'd be like, well why? 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 What did I do? I didn't do anything wrong. You know, and then I would just be like, okay, okay, you know, I didn't, you didn't do anything wrong, and just leave it at that, you know, just push my boundaries if you want, and do whatever you had to do, and I would just be like a people pleaser, but I didn't have people to please, just my mom, I didn't have anybody to take care of, or, you know, help understand me, it was just her, her, her all the time, my mom. How hard has it been right now, I know that this is the first, only person you feel like you have had, and now that you're separated, how hard hard is it to make that distinction right now? It's just... Do you I, want to talk to her? No, not really. I don't want any contact with her at all. I just want to live my life away from her. She can do whatever she wants. I don't care. I just want to live my life. You know, I want to have a family, a job, a car, just a house. I just want to live my life and be I don't want to keep going back to those negative thoughts she always has on me. I'm so tired of them. I'm so tired of those thoughts. See? Constant negativity around that house, and I just, I hate it. Seems like every time she comes around me, it just, it just feels negativity into me. Like she's just downloading it into my brain over and over, and I don't like it. Did, did she make you, when police, were there ever times where police would come to your house? To check on you? Um, that you recall? I think at one point, 
did your mom, did you have interaction with the police or did your mom make you hide? Like, how were you able to get away? I know police mentioned some fake names. Did you actually speak to the police ever? Um, like once or twice, maybe once when I was driving my mom's car and they pulled us over because, you know, she wasn't feeling good. She had took some pain medicine after a surgery and, you know, she was struggling to drive. So like, you know, just, you know, you know, just in the passenger seat, I'll take you home. It's not too far, you know? And, um, yeah, they pulled me over for something like that, but I don't remember what name I gave them. It's just she told me, you know, just say something else, say a different name, because they don't, you know, they're going to arrest you. I'm just like, why can't I just tell them my name, you know? What was it like, I mean, eight years without seeing some of your, your closest family members? And every time they'd come over, what would you have to do? Hide. If my uncles or my aunts came to visit my mom or my family would come to visit my grandma. That's the main reason they would go over there to see my grandma. And it, I would just have to listen to my family be happy and cheerful on the other side of a fucking door. And I'm just like, I, I want my families, you know? I just want people. I just want communication. I just want people to understand that we need to start talking more and just stop, you know? Like, Did you want to just end it right there and go out and tell them that you're, you're here and you're okay? I just want them to know that I wanted to scream for them, but at the same time, I just couldn't because I, the only person I was able to trust was my mom. She told me so many things about my other family that I didn't know. I didn't. I wasn't able to verify. Was your grandma living with you at one point? Yes, ma'am. And you had interact, so and she tried to tell people that you were there. Yes, ma'am. She was had Alzheimer's. Was she sick? She had Alzheimer's, and dementia, sundown syndrome. She had a bunch of medical issues, and that's why I took care of her the best I could. And did she ever say to you anything about Rudy? Go out, tell police. Like, let's. Did she ever say anything to you? Because it seems like she tried to tell family members that you were there. Yeah, I think she tried telling people, but it's just my mom. Just, I don't know. I'm honestly not sure about that one. Do you do you feel like your mom held you captive? Is that how you would pretty you much? I mean, in a sense, just not in a physical, you know, restraints or anything, but mentally, she held me against my will. It's just I wanted to just come out and say stuff and be honest. And every time I would try to, she would just either be no, don't do it, or all right, go. Why do you do it? Why do you think she did that? I I don't know. It's because it's maybe. A lot of both of our problems stemmed from my brother passing away. My brother passed away, and ever since then, he was like our glue. You know, he was our—he was like the father figure. You know, he's a provider. He took care of the family. You know, me and my mom. And then, when I couldn't do, you know, take care of my mom anymore, I had to take care of my grandma. And it was just—it was difficult. Like, especially at the end. Do you see your mom change her personality over the years? She has always kind of had that mentality, you know, like try to talk to her about something positive and then, or like, you know, address her issues. And then my mom would just deviate, sidetrack, or completely ignore it, especially stuff like mental health. Or if this is your chance, finally. We've heard from family members. We've heard from police. It's finally your chance to tell your story. Is there anything that you want people to know? about what happened to you? Just, I 
wanted to live my life. And something inside of my brain kept going back to her, like, she was my life support in a sense, you know, I needed her. Or at least she made me feel that way, you know. She never gave me the confidence or the guidance or the teaching that I needed, you know. She never gave me anything other than just the bare necessities and job worth slaving over to help her pay bills and debts or whatever or tickets and stuff you know With, without getting into specifics um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard or seen what Quanell told the media last week about what in particular about things that you he says that you told him in that hotel room last week. I didn't say anything like intercourse or this and that. But like, no, he, I don't necessarily think he, he didn't get into specifics like that either, but he did say, mention that your mom wanted you to play the role of husband in the house yeah, as pretty well. much. It basically felt like that. Like, you know, make sure it cook or, oh, you didn't make me any food. You didn't do this and that. It's just like, I just want to provide for myself. I don't want to keep providing for my mom. I just treat it like a roommate towards the end, you know? Like, I'm tired of being your son. I just want to be your roommate. I just want to live my life. Give me my check instead of 60 fucking dollars for 12-hour shifts seven days a week at night, you know? Like, I just want to live. She would make you go to work with her, is that? Yes, ma'am. And then um, we, again, we don't want to twist your words. We want to say it from your perspective, and we want to make sure we get this right. So I know she had you play the role of a father, but as far as sexual assault or something of that nature, did she ever force, you don't have to go into detail, but. She didn't force herself on me or anything like that. Like, it wouldn't be anything like. I would have to go get a rape kit or go file a police report. Okay. It would never be anything like that. Just stuff that really made me uncomfortable and I didn't have any references or other people to bounce off of to understand that, like, if it's a healthy thing that she does or not, you know, maybe it's just me not understanding how people work because she's the only person I understand, but... Would, are you... Would you say that you and your mom have a, a normal son-mother relationship? Not after all of that. Not after everything she did. And to be honest, I don't want one with her. When you finally left a few weeks ago, when you were found at the church, what happened? Did you just finally have enough? Yeah, I just been walking. I just wanted to get away. I didn't care if I had a car or money or anything. I don't care about money. I don't care about a car. I don't care about anything. Just happiness and love. Were you, were, how, how did you end up at the church? Did you just have nowhere to go? I just kept walking around. I just kept trying to find back home, you know, something that felt familiar. And the only thing that felt familiar was this side of town, you know. I grew up over there by Austin and Humble and Jackson and all that, you know. Humble Jackson and um, Austin and, you know, just that general area by the freeway, you know. So I kind of got a general sense of where I was going, but I just couldn't find something to be happy at. Just around a church, and I rolled with being at a church. You know? Are you are you still talking with your mom? No, I don't want any contact with her, but she keeps trying to come around. If she sees this story, what would you tell her? Just leave me alone. Just let me live my life. Just let me happy, and I'm happy now. This I'm working on it. Rudy, I'm looking happy. What would you say to, to people that think that somehow, you know, now that you're an adult, that you were in on this, what would you say to those people that don't understand Stockholm, 
It, it's very much a real thing. It's a struggle, and you're the only one that understands it. It's even worse when everybody wants to assume the worst rather than understand and communicate genuinely and honestly because there's just too much confusion in this world. How are you feeling now? Is there relief? How? Yeah, very much. A lot of relief. It just feels like I'm just at peace now. It just feels happy, you know. And how have police been handling this, do you think? How, what's your, what have they been saying to you and what's it been like? I mean, they're trying the best that they can and giving me space that they can, but it's just, it's, it's a struggle still, you know, I'm just slowly trying to take it one day at a time, you know, it's, it's just a lot to always, it overwhelms me very much. Given everything that you've been through and, and with your mom, I mean, do you think there's something that police should know about? Just, there's a lot of corruption. It's literally through the colors. Like I said, I'm not saying, oh, there's corrupt cops and this and that. Literally, it's a corruption of the mind. It's through nanobots and shit. It's through the eight, like the flu vaccines and everything. That's why people have that first memory of waking up and being alive whenever they're a kid, you know? It's like, like I said, literally corruption. Like the colors, I'm not talking about the skin tones. I literally mean actual colors. Whenever you look at them, they influence the direction you go and online the media, like the computers and the people we talk to, it's all connected in a sense. That's why it just confuses us. Whenever we look at white things, we get distracted and stuff. And we look at the reds and we remind us that it's love, but they kind of influence us to assume, you know, like through bad stuff online, they're like, oh, red's bad, you know, it's evil, it's a devil. It's like, it's not all that. For eight years, you haven't really been able to speak to anyone besides some neighbors, your mom going to work sometimes your communication seems like it's been very little. Do you think that's impacted you throughout the years as yes. not being able to really have real relationships with exactly. people? Yeah, I wasn't able to understand like how people thought or acted, you know, like I would try to introduce myself, say hello to people online or this and that. And every time it just seemed like, you know, just completely get shot down by people when I'm just trying to make friends or socialize. And it's just like, I don't understand how to talk to people sometimes, you know? It feels like I'm speaking a completely different language than them and I just don't understand sometimes. Would you call yourself a victim? Yes, heavily. I'm what? almost done, personally. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but um, for the longest time you've, you've stayed hidden. You haven't been able to say who you are. Is it nice? I mean, you can say who you are now. You can you can be your own self and do your own life. Yes, sir. What are you hoping? Just a job, get my own money, and help out my communities, help out my people, and help out other kids like me. Because I don't want this to happen to other people. So I'm sure it happens to a lot of people. A lot of abuse and just neglect and just harmful ways of parenting that shouldn't be out there, you know? There's just so many negative ways that kids are just getting abused and they don't understand or realize that there's no help for them. I, another question we have for you is, so it's totally up to you or not. At first, we weren't going to because of the sexual assault aspect, but we want to put the record straight that you said that's part's not true. Yes. Do you want to show your face or you don't want to show your face? I, no, 
I'm not a big fan of showing my face, especially with a lot of people yeah. already knowing what I look like. Okay. It just makes yeah. it even worse. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Don't worry, Any, Rudy, we got you. Anything we didn't ask that you think is important that you want us to mention, because we were here to finally tell your story, anything that we didn't ask that you want to make sure people know about? Um, just, all I can say is just spread positivity and love. The people that you're with, you know, a lot of people are coming down hard on Nikki and, and the people they you're with. They okay. don't. They really don't. They helped me so much and they've given me a place to stay and a family in a sense. You know, it makes me happy. Yeah. It really does. I never had, you know, a lot of people to talk with or socialize with and it just makes me happy knowing that I have people here that I can trust and that can take care of me and that understand that, you know, sometimes people struggle. So, so you consider yourself safe, out of harm, all that, right? Like you're with... Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm happy here. I'm very happy here. And they're very good people. They don't deserve any negativity towards them or hatred. They should have a lot of help and support and guidance and just prayers and positivity. Just everything that anybody would need to be happy in life. And your mom, when she comes by, do you feel like, you know, you, you are being like kept away from her? when she comes and stops by or tries to talk to you? I or just don't want her here because I know the way she acts, it influences everybody around me. It's not just me. It's like she sends that negativity towards me and then I send it back out towards everybody else and I don't want that. Yeah. I know Grizzy uh, was mentioning that you might have had like a, someone from your high school reach out and you've had a lot of attention from this, uh, a, a girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got some <laughs> classmates, man, when you were going to call a... Uh, uh, to Catholic school, you got some classmates reaching out, which I told you about. Uh, any messages to all the people that are that know you from before all this went down, uh, that love you, that say they're here for you? Just um, thank you very much for reaching out. And when I'm ready, when I'm ready, I'll be able to reach out to the people I care about and love. And are, are you su are you surprised by all this attention? I mean, it's been on the news across the world. I wasn't expecting that much attention, to be honest. I didn't realize that it was happening so big, you know, just growing so much. Are you going to take, I know police mentioned that there were some resources. Are you plans to talk to anybody that they put you in touch with? Um, at some point. It's just right now, I just rather do it by myself, you know, just try to learn to understand how to live and be a normal person. You know? Have you got all right, so we're back now. I am Gerald Schmimmins. This is for Spotify only. So here, here's some of the notes I took about Rudy's interview after listening to the mother's friend being interviewed. He said it all started with a speeding ticket. He's almost ask, acting like he never ran away from home. The whole thing from the beginning was fake, and he's not the one that initiated it. But after he got a speeding ticket, he was trying to get to work. He was driving 70-something to 55-mile-an-hour zone. They pulled him over, got a speeding ticket. His mother said that he needs to hide from the public so he doesn't get arrested. He said he couldn't afford a lawyer, couldn't afford anything but for him to hide. Here's some of the odd things he said. He goes, after I left her, I realized everything is an algorithm. And he started talking about colors. It was very, very odd. Everything's a controlled algorithm. He said he was mentally held against his will by her negative talk. He said he was like a prisoner because of her negative talk. 
They asked him, do you know why you were hiding for eight years? Was she profiting or something? His answer was, I don't know. As he said, he doesn't want any kind of contact with her whatsoever. And then he started crying when he started talking about it, how she made him feel and how he has nothing but negative thoughts. I want to give you this information. I want to give to you fast. I also want to let you know that we have a radio station and a website. Check it out. Midnightrad.io. We have a radio station. It's modern rock. We have everything on there. And we have live DJs every night, but Monday and Tuesday. Check it out. Midnightrad.io. Thank you all. Good night. All my best.